0: And 57, divided by werewolves. The spooky season is full upon us. Oh, and it's all up in me. I'm all, so excited. All, oh, it's October, y'all. Come get it. It's been, <laughs> it's like been in the low 60s in the morning. It's on back to playing pickleball. <laughs> so nice. So nice.
1: Yeah, like, it's cold here, like... Like the grass is dying, and I love it as mm-hmm. much as I enjoy cutting the grass. I also get super excited for this time because it's just the air just smells different. Yeah, like it's everything, everything in my life that I love is 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 this time and yep. and like I was saying before we started recording, like this year, for the first time in a couple of years, like I I am just full on fucking geeked for this time of year. Like horror is fucking slaying right now. Yeah, uh, and I am all about it. Like I'm yeah. so excited!
0: Yeah, it's pretty. It is. It's pretty exciting for sure. Um, just in terms of like, I mean, and we'll talk about obviously the movie we're going to talk about. This the big one we're going to talk about. This show is Hellraiser, yeah. but um, even if Hellraiser hadn't dropped, we'd still have a lot of good yeah. stuff to talk about, which is always super exciting. Um, but before we do that, there was something I was going to. Mention and I now, for the life of me, I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> what it was. Um, well, I'm sure it'll come to me, uh, as, as we get going. Um, yeah, so two movies that we're going to talk about, and 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 the thing is, individually, we've both watched a ton of stuff, it's yeah. just there's so much now, yes, to watch, um, that, uh. That in terms of like what what we've we've watched in common, um, is uh, is the two films that we're going to talk about. Uh, let's do bodies, bodies, bodies first because sure. I think we'll have more to say um, about Hellraiser. So so bodies, bodies, bodies is an A twenty four joint that came out um, earlier this year. I don't remember exactly when. Um, it was like end of summer. It was end of August. Yeah, August fifth. Yeah. Um, oh i know what it was i (laughs) what i was gonna say so uh last show we were doing was two three days before hurricane ian uh hit (laughs) and (laughs) and i do want to say thank you to everybody who reached out um and asked you know asked how uh me and my family were um we were very lucky you know we had uh just uh two days without power and um couple of our of our palm trees took a bit of a beating but other than that no damage um you know it's kind of weird you know in the immediate kind of aftermath driving around like all the all like all the trees were all and some still are are like leaning all in the same direction because we were you know but where it hit us in terms of like sustained winds was like um i think the peak was at the airport which is like 20 minutes for me, I think it's like 10 miles, was like 84 miles an hour. So, Mm. you know, in terms of, like, gusts. So it was like, we had some pretty significant kind of winds going on. So, like, to see all the trees kind of leaning (laughs) in the same (laughs) direction is very odd. Um, But we were... Very lucky that it hit when it did, because if it had hit even just, like, a month earlier, it would have been so hot. Um, mm. And, I mean, once it left, it was, like, you know, in the mornings, it was in the early, the early, listen to me, the, the low 60s, afternoons, mid-70s, no humidity. So we were able to have the windows open, and it was actually really nice, because, like, my my daughter you know, because she's she's going to be 18 and she can't live without Wi-Fi. She'll literally shrivel up and die. She went to stay with my, my in-laws because they had power. So, like, Lynn and I, we spent, like, you know, so the, the storm was on Wednesday, Thursday. Um, you know, Abby and my son, he, he came and stayed with us because his apartment, he was on the second floor and we weren't sure, like, how it would be. He ended up having power, so he went back home. Um she you know they both stayed and helped us clean up and everything but then Abby went to to her grandparents and stayed the night there and it was great like we cleaned up stuff and then we just like you know it was like cool we just kind of sat outside the weather was really nice then we just like um i my car being an electric car is a giant cell phone charger <laughs> so it's nice. like you know i charged up my phone i i and then i hotspotted it and we watched uh shows on my ipad on the couch and it was it was actually kind of nice it just uh uh you know then of course by friday i'm like all right we're good like <laughs> like i need civilization um so we we spent the day i mean also like we don't have in, inclement weather policies at either of our works so it's like you know you've either burned pto or you you get to work so So I went to my my in-laws to work on Friday, but then thankfully the power came back kind of late Friday afternoon. But, um, you know, it was one of those things where it didn't, like, I feel terrible for the people who had it way worse than us, even just like an hour or so south of us, because there's a lot of places that we go to down in that area and to think of, you know, all the folks that were impacted. It's, you know, you feel kind of bad about feeling okay that you weren't, you know, as damaged because you see you know how how now you know shitty things are for them um I saw a fucking
1: I saw a fucking shark like swimming yeah. the parking lot and I was like that is my worst fucking nightmare yeah, like, I would never live in Florida
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know the thing is that in in um a lot of the the not a lot of them, but there's a number of towns that have canals. So like your home is 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 on a canal. And so mm. with with the storm surge being the way that it was, yeah, it was like, you know, there was like a shark just swimming down like a regular city street because yeah. the storm surge was so high that um, you know, it was able to get in there and and uh, just kind of hang out. Um, it reminded me
1: of Bait, remember that movie.
0: Where yeah. Like, like <laughs> the shark is swimming through the grocery store. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for my own little like personal crawl situation where like a gator right. just decided to show up and but thankfully, uh, we, we were not we were not treated to any sort of gator um uh, appearance, but, um, yeah. So thanks to everybody who reached out. I, I really appreciate it. Um, and it was cool. Like it was very, like I was, I, I've never appreciated, uh, being able to play destiny on a Friday night quite so much as I did, uh, having power and being able to get together with you and, and Sean, cause it was like, you know, after the week, you know, you have, it's like, you just want to get back to some semblance of, okay, this is kind of what I'm used to. And, and so that was, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, okay so and this does and the reason I thought of this when we started talking about bodies 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 was because the whole reason they were kind of getting together uh at Pete Davidson's house was was they were gonna have a hurricane so um so uh written by Sarah DeLapp and Kristen Penion, uh and then uh directed by Helena Raisin. Um so Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. The the main I think star of it is is Pete Davidson. Uh Lee Pace is also in it, who's always fun to watch, whether he's, you know, Halt and Catch Fire or you know, Guardians of the Galaxy or any of the millions of other things he's been in. Um but basically, uh, it focuses on Amandla Stenberg's character Sophie and Sophie's girlfriend B, played by uh, Maria Bakalova, uh, who are a couple that go to P. Davidson's house um, for what's essentially like a hurricane party, and they're all going to hang out um, and get drunk and just kind of weather the storm together. And when they get there, we realize that this group of friends is not as close-knit as they kind of appear to be uh when they get there we find out that that sophie uh is a recovering addict um and um the different folks that were there kind of either encouraged her or discouraged her from getting treatment in different regards uh lee pace his character greg um is dating um this girl, uh, I can't remember if it's Emma or Alice. I think it's Alice, but yet they've only known each other for like two weeks. Um, you know, <laughs> Pete Davidson's character. It's it's his parents' house. Um, he kind of intimates that the whole reason Sophie's there is because Sophie kind of had a falling out with her family, and she's trying to get him to convince her family to open up her trust to her. So, what 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 kind of what, it. it 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 starts off as like this group of friends getting together it's clear once sophie and b show up that everybody's not as friendly with each other as they kind of let on and then they decide to play bodies 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 which is basically like werewolf or mm-hmm. uh, i think there's another game where it's like I don't know, they take shots and punch each other, which that was new. it uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, brought me back to Slapface. I do yeah. was that. Exactly I'm like, when are they going to the mall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, right. so, so somebody has a piece of paper with an X on it. That person's the killer. Lights go out, you go around. If you get tapped on the back, you're dead. And then they have to figure out who the killer is. So they're in the middle of playing this game. And lights are out because of the hurricane. Uh, and... What happens, but here's Pete Davidson with his throat slit, banging on the door to the house mm-hmm. uh, and it essentially spirals downward from there, <laughs> yeah, so you know they're freaking out they're all this kind of past shit gets dredged up while they're trying to figure out who killed Pete Davidson. Well, then they start dying as well. Um, you know, they, they they think, you know, Emma ends up, shows up dead. They think, you know, Leap, Greg had something to do with it. So there's a confrontation there. And so, you know, it basically just kind of devolves into this <laughs> blood-soaked evening of all of this, like, past shit coming up. And everybody accusing each other, but also not trusting each other because of all mm-hmm. the stuff that they've been through. And then, B, being an outsider, kind of brought into it. But she's also got her own set of shit going on where she hasn't been entirely truthful. Um, and uh, so it's just kind of like watching how it it finally plays out. Uh, I I loved it. I thought it was... Uh, yeah. I thought it was really entertaining. I don't know if it's something, once you, <laughs> what, what, once it's revealed kind of what is going on, I think to me, like, it almost makes it something that I don't necessarily know if I would watch it again. Yeah. Just because it's not something like, it's not like an Agatha Christie movie or something where, or whatever, right. like, where you can try to go, okay, I want to watch it again and see if I can figure out. You know, what happened? There's still kind of some questions uh, at the end. It's like, well, wait a minute. This person died and they weren't necessarily accounted for. How did they die? Like that type of thing. Um, But, you know, I, I told my wife, I was like, I feel like this is the most accurate. Based on his public persona, this, is, this movie is the most accurate portrayal of Pete Davidson yes. that's ever been committed 100%. to film
1: 100 <laughs> like, percent and I put it in the discord i i I did not know how I was going to react to this movie just, yeah. just based on you know stuff that I'd heard and like I, I think I watched a trailer for it, and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this one, but I'm, but as a parent of teenagers, yeah, it was fucking amazing. Like I liked it so much more than I expected to. Yeah. Like you, like, I don't know that I'd watch it again, but it is 1 million percent spot on. If you put a bunch of Gen Z kids and rich Gen Z kids in a house. Yeah. and something like this happens. Like the decisions they made, the, 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 Astronomically stupid decisions they made the infighting the you know the the lying, the mistrust yeah the stupidity like all of it all of it just it hit it landed so well for me and it was i thought it was hilarious yeah, you know, but it's not like I feel like it was a, sort of at least a little bit kind of mismarketed i um, yeah. Because it's not a slasher, it's yeah. not a you know, it, it's it's like you said, more of a whodunit kind of thing, but not really. And so, but the reveal, so I thought, I thought one of two things: I thought either either one, it it, it was going to be exactly what it was, or two, it was going to be that they were all still playing the game
0: mm-hmm.
1: and messing with the new girl. Okay and so i was I was kind of ready for either one of those to be the outcome but but I loved I loved what it ended up being like I yeah. It was yeah hilarious
0: and i I you know and that it was one of those movies for me as I was watching it i I you know to its credit because you know there's so, so many times when we when we kind of watch these movies you are kind of going, okay, well, what is it trying to figure it out and I, and I genuinely was like i I don't know like everybody seems yeah it's not that they hate each other, but they all seem to have such problems with each other that I I feel like it genuinely, it could be, there's so many options as as to who could be killing them. Like the only thing I didn't feel, I didn't feel like, and, 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 you know, this isn't a spoiler, but, and so you can kind of rest comfortably that this doesn't happen. I didn't feel like this was going to be some, You know, where this, like, last minute someone pops out and is like, ha-ha, you know, I knew these girls from boarding school, and they all, you know, (laughs) tortured me, and I've only made my appearance now to tell you that I killed them. Like, I was glad, like, I didn't think it was going to be anything like that, but, you know, obviously there's always the chance, and I was glad to see that wasn't the case. But I I genuinely was like, fuck, man, they all seem to really hate each other. It really could be anybody. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then once it ended up it was and and when you know kind of when they they reveal what happened and, and and the way that they uh they do it and and how they that part is written is just like absolutely perfect so yep. um yeah so definitely <laughs> it uh, was i uh, laughed my
1: ass off yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so hi- highly recommended uh once you you know when you get a chance cuz um uh yeah, it was. It was, and and it's you know it'll be like I, I was reading something about, and I didn't read the whole article because it there were spoilers for it, but I I guess like a twenty four they had the chance to get Barbarian and they they didn't take it, hmm. which I was really okay. kind of surprised at. So, oh. um, and I I haven't seen Barbarian yet. I'm I'm hoping to. I hear
1: man, it's killing me too. Like I know absolutely nothing about it, but I love Justin Long, and yep. I love you know that movie seems to have. A, had a lot of success and and I'm super fucking bummed that I didn't get off my lazy ass and go see it yet but
0: yeah for me it really wasn't anywhere you know kind of near here and and so mm-hmm. it, you know it it just ended up being something yeah that I was like well you know I'll I'll definitely see it at some point I just wasn't you know really in a position to see it um
1: Yeah, I mean, I never am. Like honestly, like like we've talked about it so many times, but I've I've in my life, I've only ever lived in a town that had its own theater once, and that was only for two months. So it's just such a thing for me to. I have to either go to Auburn or Lagrange or whatever. And right, I don't know. I'm lazy. Yeah. And yeah. I don't like people, so
0: <laughs> well, that's what's hard, right It's like I was like I was you know I, and obviously I'm you know kind of more into kind of going to see like the Marvel movies in the theater, but it's like when I saw like Wakanda for I was like two hours and forty one minutes I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's a long time for me to be around other human beings <laughs> right right uh, Chadwick Boseman would not have wanted that for me like <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um. Okay, so uh, our next movie, and I think the one that we're probably most excited about, um, once again, Hulu coming through with the uh, the big name exclusive sequel. Uh, I I I don't really, I I have not read anything uh, that would lead me to understand why they would not release this movie in theaters. Yeah, Um, but uh, that is Hellraiser. So uh David Bruckner who uh made one of my favorite movies uh last I think I think it was last year uh yeah. and that is um the the uh the night house with the amazing mm-hmm. rebecca hall um mm-hmm. he uh helmed up this uh latest version of Hellraiser and this is not a sequel and I wouldn't necessarily say it's a reboot I think it's just you know if you kind of take um, you know, the hellbound heart as a, as like a starting point. This is just kind of their interpretation of that particular universe or whatever concepts or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. so uh, David Bruckner, a story by Ben Kotlin's Luke piatarski and then david goyer uh helps out some and and there's definitely some david goyerish bits in it uh (laughs) i kind of felt his hand i think probably more than i wanted to um so essentially uh odessa zion plays riley she's a recovering addict who's staying with uh her brother uh colin played by Adam Faison, and she's also dating this guy Trevor, played by Drew Starkey. And, you know, she's chafing under what she feels is her brother not trusting her, which, you know, I think in a situation where someone is recovering from or dealing with an alcohol or, or substance addiction, those feelings of not being trusted by their family and then the family also feeling like, well, maybe I can't necessarily trust you. Uh, yes. It's not entirely uncommon um, and so um, she, uh, she 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 kind of has been dating Trevor for a couple weeks uh, is tired of being broke gets essentially kind of kicked out of her brother's apartment um, and um, he Trevor tells her oh he does with this job this is a shipping container uh, he can get access to it there's a safe in it and they can just sell what's in the safe mm-hmm Um, So meanwhile, what we had seen prior to this is Goran Wisnichik, which I always pronounce his name incorrectly, uh, plays this kind of reclusive billionaire who has this uh, dinner party uh, and invites this guy to play with, uh, clearly, what is a lament configuration. Not in the traditional cube format, but in more of like a kind of a rectangular uh, configuration This guy starts playing with it. It does what it normally does. It starts to transform. Now, the new twist on this particular version of Hellraiser is that as you uh, solve the puzzle box, it'll essentially send out a blade. And it's not enough just to solve it. It needs blood and needs a sacrifice in order to move on to the next stage. So this young man gets stabbed. Out come the chains and the Cenobites. And I have to say... I haven't been so disturbed by off-screen violence portrayed solely through screaming as I have since uh, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> even though yeah. when when you know Rose the Hat and everyone they, they killed that kid Jacob Tremblay, his yeah, yeah. screaming, even though it was you could see his face and you could hear him. He sold what was happening to that kid so well that you didn't need to see it. It was so disturbing, mm-hmm. so unnerving. Same thing here. You see, you hear the chains. You see the guy kind of off to the side getting hoisted up, and it's just this absolutely agonizing, tortured screaming. Yeah. Uh, as 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 Voight is kind of like getting the puzzle box what in what we will find out is the leviathan configuration because if you're familiar with the whole hellraiser lore leviathan is kind of like the the god of of the cenobites and 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 those the the travelers i guess if you want to call them uh of that realm and and void is looking for essentially an audience with leviathan um so you know riley ends up with the box um her brother comes after her to uh, get her to come back to the apartment. He gets stabbed by the box, Cenobites come, and then it kind of goes uh, from there. Um, mm-hmm. And it had some... I, you know, th- th- for me, like Hellraiser is such a pure film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like The original is still, to this day, one of my favorite movies ever. It holds up incredibly well. Yeah. Um, it's so focused. It It's so clear in its rules and the mythology that it kind of plays by. I mean, you could argue that at the end, just like solving the puzzle in reverse, sending the Cenobites that back was a little dodgy. But at the same time, we hadn't been told at, at that point that wouldn't have worked. Maybe right. nobody <laughs> thought of it, right? Um, right? But just the idea, you know, this, this, this idea of like, Frank or whatever his name was the the brother like just being this guy like pushing the boundaries of 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 the human experience and and pleasure and pain and then coming across this this thing because he'd heard stories of oh man yeah you you've solved this box and you're going to get your fucking world rocked and that's what happened so and it's to me I just I love it so much and I I really enjoyed this movie but I I also felt to some degree like that purity was not it wasn't as strong in this one as it was in the first one. And I, I completely I understand agree. that's my love of the first one. Yeah. You know, kind of seeping in. But that being said, I loved what they did with this one. I loved, even though this movie switches from Hellraiser to almost like Phantasm. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, they they still they they wiped away the the, the Cenobites as slasher movie villains from yeah. all of the kind of later Hellraisers and brought it back to more like they are entities that have um you know uh gone after, chased pleasure and pain in equal measure to such horrifying degrees that, that it's just transformed them and this is what they yeah. are. And, and yeah. they're looking for other people who, whether willingly or not, they can bring to, to kind of have the same thing happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new Cenobite designs are absolutely amazing. I did love that like they played, I don't know if you noticed, they, whereas Pinhead clearly had nails, they mm-hmm. actually, a lot of them had the pins, like the pearl... Kind of tipped pins in yeah. them to yeah. bring it more back to this. And I mean, what's funny is Pinhead; like he was just called the Hell Priest, or right. they were just called the Hell Priest in the original novel. It was the it was the makeup folks from the original Hellraiser movie that dubbed uh, Doug yeah. Bradley Pinhead. But I right. love that they kind of ran with that. Actually, make it. and there's a scene <laughs> with one of the people captured by the Cenobites and a pin that is super fucked up. Yes. <laughs> and, and just yeah. and was absolutely amazing to and it would just showed how this was not a team that was willing to just kind of rest on oh we're going to make a hellraiser. They had their own idea of what cenobites would be and how they would act and and it was it was fucking amazing to see their interpretation of things in in the design um Yes. And the use of practical effects to kind of accomplish those those designs. Because here's the thing, like David Bruckner, when you watch the the Nighthouse, the 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 scenes with uh, Rebecca Hall seeing, you know, like the shadow, uh, uh, the silhouette, that was all accomplished with c- cardboard and paper cutouts. Yeah, and, and practical effects that were then touched up with digital. Like they played with light and shadow and camera placement and cutouts to make those silhouettes. And so, you know, this is a guy that is very used to using practical effects and then just cleaning it up with digital. And that's what they did here. So, like, the designs of the Cenobites, the way, instead of having, like, the black leather bondage stuff, having it be more like, this is their flesh that's Mm -hmm. been peeled and stretched and put Mm -hmm. on frames and, and, and manipulated, this that's practical that's just cleaned up with digital. It's not it's not like they just made they didn't put, you know, Jamie Clayton in a green screen suit right? and then digitally put you know, she's not even called Pinhead in, in the movie in the she's credited as the priest. Right. Like she that was all practical stuff. It took like five hours in the makeup chair to get her to look like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked absolutely amazing. I mean, it, 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 like, you know, like I said in the Discord again, like I, I, I did miss the black leather, mm-hmm. um, just because that's, that's just always, you know, yeah, that's what I've known Cenobites to be, right? And, but at the same time, you know, I've said this a million times, but the thing that sticks has stuck with me the most from the Hellbound Heart is that the Cenobites smelled faintly of vanilla. Yeah, that just fucked me up, dude. I thought that was so fucking amazing. Yeah, and so and so for whatever reason, in my head, having it be just flesh, like twisted and stretched and contorted, yeah, lends itself more to that. So, yeah, so in that way, I think it, it, it's it's really cool that they they did that and, and and kind of it sticks closer to the book the story um but like you said this is not at all uh a retelling of that story it's not a remake it's not any it's its own thing and mm-hmm. i don't you know i know that that people specifically you know like film twitter and shit or they want so desperately to slap uh you know a description or put it in a box or you know have it be something it needs to be a remake or reboot whatever the fuck and and it's just not it, it's its own thing um i loved the changes or the the things they added the lore with the different mm-hmm. configurations for the yeah you know, i thought that was really that. cool that was fucking brilliant it, it feels a lot like uh kind of a the comics, right? Those IDW yeah. comics and stuff, where where the Hell Priestess did has shown up. She's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been you know several years ago, but like it, it, it she's not. This movie isn't the first, you know, idea uh, of having a female pinhead for lack of a better descriptor. And uh, you know the slack jawed, mouth breathing morons who were are mad just because pinhead is female and not giving the movie a shot and saying it's. SJW shit and, you know, whatever, and, and, um, LGBTQ and all that shit it has nothing to do with any of that. Right. Uh, she, the, it, it already existed. This is just the first time it's been in a movie. And right. And fucking great. Right. You know, one of my, I have a couple of minor nitpicks. One of them was black. The other like, she, she's just not in it enough, which, yeah, uh, which also fits in with Hellraiser though. If you watch Hellraiser, like they're not, it's not Cenobites all day long. Like it's, it's, they're in it, but, like, they kind of show up at the end, and a lot of the direct video Hellraisers do the same thing. It, it, you know, they're they're in it, but it's about the characters. It's not it's right. not strictly about Cenobites. It's not Pinhead versus a, a, yeah, a
0: it, teenagers, right? It's, right. It's, it's about the people who make the choice, yes. for lack of a better word, whether willingly or not, to to call them. And and right. what kind of happens as a result of that? Like like the the, the reality is once the Cenobites show up for in, in many cases your story's done. Yeah, you're <laughs> that's it. It's all done? over but the cry. And at that point, <laughs> right. you know. So right. so yeah, right. I agree with you. It it's almost like um like a ghost like an old kind of like an old time ghost story where it's mm-hmm. like you know it's kind of building to this idea that once once the ghosts all. Show up, then you know, yeah, except
1: the ghosts are super horny, and they're gonna rip you into pieces, but
0: yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing I don't yeah i yeah uh it's it is yeah, I mean, there's certainly a sexual aspect to it, but I don't not I so don't much have... in this one, but traditionally, yeah, like,
1: set of bites are super
0: horny, <laughs> yeah, this one definitely seemed more like um, I don't know, like it, it's funny because the you know the the the, you know the original ones with the black leather and you know kind of having that that kind of bondage motif and it's like you know you don't really get and i think it in i don't know if it's in part because of it's more flesh and stuff but it's definitely less like i guess for lack of a better word kind of a sexual you know bdsm vibe yeah. um yeah. to the to, to the centibites like they, they they definitely just feel like you know you know, they just kind of um, have their ideas of what, you know, <laughs> how you uh, that they're really kind of bending the line between pleasure and and even like you know the what we find out about about Voight and and kind of his what he what he wins as part of the bargain and mm-hmm. uh, you know I mean it, it 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 very much is you you don't get what you think you're gonna get right um. Yeah 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 for sure. Um and and he found that out and and uh you know. Yeah he, he was did. Not, he was not too thrilled about that. Um You love to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um you know it and, it and it's a movie where I think that it it could you could go wherever you you want to with it. Like like the you know the first one kind of going back to Frank and Julia and and um you know in the second one it's like you you don't have to do that here like you know like they they don't leave it in a way where it's like you know Riley has to be a part of it right or, yeah yeah um you know they well, the same c- thing
1: with Kirsty's kind of the same way you know with the first two i mean she's not even the main character like she you know she ends up being kind of the the focus of the sequel but i mean right. she didn't have to be
0: right um so so they really could do whatever they want moving forward they could make yeah. this you know, kind of like an anthology type of thing, where it's like every, you know, th- really the only, the only constants are are the Cenobites. Well, that's, you know, that, that's
1: that's why I, I don't hate all the direct video sequels. It, and and we talked about this Friday, I think. But yeah, uh, you know, uh, even if it it's it starting out as something else, and then them deciding to kind of bookend it with with Cenobites, it actually kind of works for some of them. Particularly Inferno, I think it's great. Because uh-huh. uh, it's just it's about you know Craig Sheffer and 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 he's this you know dirty cop and and you know just his kind of journey through that and and it, getting what he's got coming to him by the end and he just happens to be Cenobites instead of you know however the movie originally was going to end and and they do the same thing with Cloverfield but I think to a much less degree of success mm-hmm. but but yeah I mean. I mean, just having them almost not 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 like the crypt keeper kind of thing where he shows up and he's telling the story, but just again, like Hellraiser is so character driven and and just showing you know shit humans right doing what humans do right and then them getting their comeuppance it works so well and, right and I, I mean I would love to see more the only like the only other kind of minor nitpick that I had and and I know we talked about this too but. I, you know, part of what makes Pinhead so badass in the originals is Doug Bradley. Yeah. And that voice. And I was not expecting them to do so much like synth and like weird voice shit for the new, uh, yeah. The new Pinhead. And I didn't, I didn't really love that. Yeah. Um, because I was but, super, excited. I had never, I, I didn't watch any of the trailers. Like I saw that that image or whatever that everybody saw with her, like looking up. Yeah. But I watched no trailers. I had no idea. So if any of that was in the trailers, like I didn't know. Um, and it completely caught me off guard when she spoke. I was like, "Oh, okay."
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think for me, it's if there's supposed to be these almost like otherworldly, like it kind of makes sense that. Yeah. To, to me, anyway, that that they would not sound basically you know like with the deep voice and like like yeah. it, ma- it made it some some sense to me that that there would be this you know bit of a just dis- not a discrepancy but like like it wouldn't be entirely normal for lack yeah. of a better word yeah
1: um yeah i guess i mean i could see that i just like i said it just caught me off guard
0: yeah because I mean the, you know the reality is I just remember the trailer and like the word and and the picture I don't I don't remember ever actually and I purposefully didn't you know look for one but I, I you know when they first put the teaser out I don't you know there really wasn't anything that would lead you to be like oh shit you know like um you know where where there was a kind of a lot and I think that was probably pretty smart of them not to mm-hmm. because yeah. you know you let people go in kind of cold um and and then experience it um but um yeah the the and they did have some you know the, i thought they had some some pretty good callbacks like at one point you know yeah um you know riley after um her brother disappears she has this like dream that she sees him and then um you know goes to hug him but then like you know um you know she her her, her fingers kind of like slide into his back that has no skin on it which you know kind of reminded me of like you know when when they were trying to put frank back together you know in the original one um you know of course they they did the whole you know like we have such sights to show you and yes. um there was a there was another callback but for the life of me now I can't remember what it was um so so I mean to me it felt very respectful of of the original um but yet at the same time it was definitely its own thing. And I think that's kind of what you want to see is that they're not they're they're not trying to be a direct sequel or, or whatever. Like they're they're just they're they're making their own entry in the universe and you know, kinda of letting it stand for itself. Yeah.
1: And you know, um, a little fan service, a little Easter egg, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. It exactly. It, it certainly doesn't it's not them trying to be the, the original all over again. That's just like, hey, you know, we know that, that we love this a, too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like this is for, this is for the fans who have suffered through some not so great sequels. You know, in the, in, towards the the back half of this this franchise, and hey, you know, we we've suffered right along with you, and maybe you know, here's a little nod to the good ones, or you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like something yeah. like that. Like there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, I mean I do feel like when I saw it was two hours I was like Ugh, I don't know and I felt like it probably could have used a little more uh, I mean they just they just had a lot cause they because they're essentially kind of telling in a way like not two separate films but they're you know there's there's this there's the stuff with Riley and her brother but then there's the stuff with Voight and then how it all mm-hmm. kind of comes together um, at the end and I mean you 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 know. I think for the purpose of setting up, you know, the the final confrontation, it, it, you know, you kind of had to to do that. But I also, I felt it was a little long.
1: But I, I agree. I you know I, it, not so much with like it taking too long or telling two stories. My thing was like <clears throat> there was a lot of of kind of the same thing happening. Yeah, with some of the you know maybe one or two too many characters or something like you know like the the friend group and like kind of the same thing would happen over and over it'd be like okay this person gets marked right and this person gets killed i'm like all right got it i know how it works right and then it just kept it just kept giving sort of the the same example over and over again um but again like again i got you know that's it's the first thing i've watched in a long time where you know i watched it Friday night and then Saturday morning. I was ready to watch it again. Like I want to go right back into it. Yeah,
0: I, I've, I'm. I'm looking. I'm looking forward uh, to watching it again because um, I probably like. I almost watched it today, to be honest, just
1: to uh, get ready for the show. But I it, it won't. It, I don't know how long it'll take me. I'll be able to withstand. Like the. I, I just want to watch it again now. So yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: And I think for me, like I wish I, I hope at some point like you know I was I was I was hopeful because you know f- for Hulu they're like extras and I was like sweet we're gonna get to, like making of and it's like trailer I'm like no I want to oh, see I want to see get a Blu-ray dude I'm gonna be so upset like I want to see how they design like a, f- a better view of the Cenobites and how they how they designed them and and all that yes. stuff like I want to see all that. Um, and I I hope we we get to because you know it really is some some pretty amazing amazingly fucked up designs and and it just would be really cool to be able to kind of understand you know the process and and how much you know they 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 look to um, you know the original films when they were coming up with some of the stuff how much they were looking to you know purposefully maybe ignored them or, or whatever so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like you said, that you know, if this doesn't get kind of a, a, a DVD release, it's going to be really disappointing. Um, just, just because I mean, that type of stuff is it's cool. Like,
1: <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Like, like you know, I can watch the movie and enjoy it for what it is, but I also I want to know everything about it now. Like, I want I want behind the scenes stuff. I want like I want
0: design choice, like why they made these choices. Like, I want all that shit. Because, like, one of the guys, the guy who uh, the centabyte, I forget the the name because um, they all have names like the Gasp, the Weeper, the, the there's Chatterer. Yeah, there's, badass, a, this one. there's a the mask. So the oh, Cenobite, yeah. the mask. He he doesn't have a head. His face is literally his face stretched out on a frame. Yeah. Well, when you see him, he's got these strips of flesh with writing on it. It's the names of all the visual effects team. Oh, nice. So little details like that. Unless you yeah. read about it ahead of time, you know, you're you're not. You're not gonna know, right? Um, so you know stuff like that That's is awesome. just is just cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so so I you know I I want to I want to read about that type of stuff and uh, you know get a get a, a better idea of why they chose to go the way they did for for that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely check it out. It's 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 you know well worth watching. It was I was really. Yeah, I mean anytime something like this kinda comes out, you're I don't know about you, but I'm always like oh shit. Like are they gotta fuck I mean, this up? I mean I given who who was making it, I That's I, it.
1: That was it for me.
0: I, I mean, was like I don't if they, I don't see how David Bruckner's gonna fuck up Hellraiser, but exactly. you know Exactly. It's like it's like, you know,
1: all right, the guys who wrote Super Dark Times, all right, I'm in. Yeah. And then the guy that directed The ritual oh i'm really fucking in right like like, yeah i mean they wrote they wrote the night house obviously they worked together on that too but you know same same creative team like you know this team is is basically like vincent and moorhead you know right i'm gonna watch literally everything they do and i would be shocked if i didn't absolutely love it right right Uh, and this was no exception yeah it it was as good as i hoped it would be expected it to be um you know. Like I said, I'm a fan of the franchise, to be honest. Like like I don't hate all of the shit the shit ones <laughs> that people tend to, to hate on all the time. Um I can find little things about most of them that I like. Mm. I I like Hellseeker. Uh I it's not a good movie, but I, I enjoy the weird uh Video game stuff of Hellworld. World, like mm-hmm. it's just, it's just a, it's just a fucking bonkers franchise. And Texas yeah. Chainsaw is kind of the same way. I was talking to my brother about this uh, yeah. last weekend. Like Texas Chainsaw, they're just fucking nuts, man. And I just, right. I just, I can't help but love it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. I mean, something doesn't have to be good. Exactly. Like, yeah, you can look at it and be like, you know, just, you know, th- this is just not a good film. <laughs> but I right. still am enjoying it. There's still
1: yeah, you, know, you know, value
0: feel. in it, I'm still getting a kick out of it. Uh, I like I like some fucking garbage. <laughs> like <laughs> as far
1: if you're if you're looking at it strictly from like a like a film perspective for looking for merits of it being an actual film. Right. I like some complete trash. <laughs> so <laughs> like, do I. Like
0: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, so definitely check it out. Uh hopefully, you know, and that's the thing about, you know, the streaming services is like they they all this shit is just completely yeah I mean even when Amazon is like oh you know 25 million people watched mm-hmm. you know Lord of the Rings you know whatever whatever the fuck it's called Rings of Power it's like God okay avoided. I guess sure maybe like well. there's no way of no like I mean I'm not to, I mean I'm assuming if somebody really wanted to do the work to figure out ticket sales I'm they, still
1: mad about that by the way they could
0: like, they spent a record amount of money, but
1: they bitched out on on spending the money on a Dark Tower show. That pisses me off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I kind of get it because you had Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey in a Dark Tower movie, and they somehow made it boring. Yeah, like, I don't know how that, how you managed to do that, but Oof. I guess, congrats.
1: I don't <laughs> think we talked about it on the show, but yeah, when I finished when I finished, uh, the last book or book 7 uh i, I rewatched the movie because i remember not hating it when i watched it i fucking hate that movie <laughs> yeah it's, it's so, so disappointing
0: <laughs> yeah it's so it's so disappointing yeah because you're just like i don't understand how you make this how do you make this movie boring with yeah. these two people and 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 i mean the opening line of that book right like, the Man in Black fled across the desert and the Gunslinger followed. How do you make that shit boring? Like, it seems yeah. impossible to make that boring. Also,
1: like, like, sure, there are some things in the movie that I recognize from having spent a year reading the entire series. <laughs> right, yeah. But there's also shit in there that I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What is that? Like, yeah. what's happening? Like, yeah. there's so many set pieces to pull from. And you've got, they're in some weird, like, Encampment with mm-hmm. mutated dogs around. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, It's <is> very <sighs> very disappointing. Very disappointing. Um. <laughs> okay, so real quick before we go, um. So I I fin- So I I I kind of finally understood. You know the the zen of just playing Destiny, just to f- fuck around with Destiny, like. Mm-hmm. So i had you know finished saints row and you know gotham knights is coming out at the end of october and Mm -hmm. i was just like well i don't want to like spend a bunch of time on something new and but i was like i'd kind of like you know wanted to try to get some uh you know i i was trying to get some guns and with, with certain roles and whatnot and so you know, I, I, I was, like, doing Dares of Eternity to get, you know, like, the, the Battler, you yeah. know, pattern, and, and I just started, you know, kind of playing and just doing things just to try to get guns and patterns, and which I've never really done before. I've never, like, spent, you know, kind of, like, a ton of time doing that type of stuff, and I actually was having a really good time. I mean, I can't do it, like, every night or whatever, but I, for, like, almost like a week. It was pretty much every night. I was just like, okay, you know, try to figure out, all right, I got these patterns. I'm going to do this thing, just catch crash or expedition, whatever. And, and treat it more like, okay, I have a goal. Not like I'm just kind of looking for some, like a new story bit or this out of the other, but actually have a goal and Mm trying to like, you know, make progress towards that goal. Yeah. The, the looter part of the looter shooter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I, and I was actually really, you know, enjoying myself. Um, you know, and then I, you know, I, I, I did rent uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which I started mm-hmm. playing uh, in the meantime, and it's, you know, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's, it's great, not by any stretch. It, it's, I mean, it's, it's an open world <laughs> game. It's like, but it's like the, 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 by design of the story, there's like nobody in it, so it's like it's very, yeah. it's very beautiful, and you know, as you're, as you're running around uh Tokyo it's it's pretty cool how they have stuff kind of modeled you know but it, it's also like not Maybe, you know everything i've
1: i <clears throat> excuse me everything i've seen from that game or ever saw from that game just screamed 20 dollar pickup to me like it just
0: and that's the thing i you know i had seen like i could have with the with the money the, you know with the the stuff that um uh, you know the the uh, what do you call it? Um, coupons that GameFly gave me. I, I could have bought yeah. it for like seven bucks, but I was yeah. like, "Why am I like I'm already I'm paying twenty five dollars a month? It'd be silly for me to then spend actual money. I might as well just go ahead and you know and rent it. And so, you know, it, it's one of those things where it, you know the combat's fine. It, it just it's fine. Like I I don't know why I, it's not grabbing me more. I mean, there's a lot of really cool. Uh, stuff with kind of Japanese, you know, like demons and, and things like that. That's mm-hmm. um, that's really interesting. And But, you know, there's also like just some weird choices that I don't fully understand why they would go the way that they did. Like, you know, like, you know, kind of sometimes you have to like complete side missions in order to get new powers. And you're like, why wouldn't you tell the player about that? Like, it seems to me like, you know if you want them to have more flexibility in terms of how they approach combat situations, you wouldn't just leave it up to be this completely you know, like, oh, you don't have to do this thing at all, and it's like, well, shit man, like, maybe give them a little idea like, on the map at least, to be <laughs> like, oh if you did the side mission, you could get a new power, and then they could go no, I'm cool with what I have, if they want to spend the time, not just leave it like this random ghost, and you're like, oh, you do all this shit, and they're like Fuck, I had no idea that was coming like um right but um you know it, it's like I said it's it's it if if Gotham Knights you know managed to drop early and and uh, and I had the opportunity to play it I would just drop this and play that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's nothing so amazing that and I mean they try to like, you know, give you, you know, as the player give you some, some some skin in the game because, like, you know you're the only person in, in town and everybody's been turned into ghosts and you're trying to help your sister out. But at the same time it's like they reference it so little and there's so much time in between story beats that you just kind of, like, kind of forget it. Mm-hmm. That it's actually like oh yeah, my sister's in a <laughs> hospital somewhere. <laughs> <"Yeah>, whatever. <laughs> like... <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh so many that's my thing with so
1: many open world games man. it's crazy it's like <clears throat> you know like the next main story beat quest is glaring at me from the quest tab but I'm doing like 900 side missions stuff so it's
0: like well and, and in this game's credit the way they they do put the main quest far enough away from you that as you are going there you'll kind of stumble across some of this stuff. Not all of it, some of it you do have to go back into areas you've cleared before. Um but you know, it's I don't know, it's just like <laughs> it is it is kind of funny to see like how they they just kind of you forget completely that like oh yeah, my sister maybe she's trapped. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and then I um, so I'm waiting. I, I think I'm probably going to pick up No Man's Sky um, on Switch. I was kind of waiting to see because they just came out with this brand new like they call it the Waypoint. It's like Waypoint 4.0 with that update. And it completely redoes inventory and quest markers and all that shit. And I was kind of waiting for that to show up on Switch before I pick that up. Um, but then in the meantime, I had read uh, in Eurogamer this review of this game called. Dorf Romantic, which is a really weird name, but it was I'm assuming it means something in German because it was developed by these four. Uh, it just reminds me of like like Dorf, Dorf. Dorf on Golf. Yeah, yeah, Dorf on Golf or whatever. <laughs> 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 yep. Um so so essentially it's a it's it's kind of like a city builder, which was not a typically the type of game that I play, but essentially um you, you start this game with a stack of, of tiles and each tile has six sides and um, there's six different um, types of, of uh, I guess uh, material or, or geography there's like just grass um, there's uh, so there's grass train tracks, water forest, houses and stone and so the idea is that you can put tiles wherever you want, but you want to try to link house next to house, forest next to forest, that type of thing. Because as you lay down tiles, you'll get these little quests, and it's not really a quest so much as it'll be like a flag, and it'll say, build like an uninterrupted string of tiles such that you get 60 houses or 300 trees or things like that. And Some of them will be you have to get exactly that amount, and some of them will be just once you get it it's fine whether you go over or not and then as you complete those quests you get more tiles and then you get a certain point value for putting down the tiles that match again putting down a perfect tile which it matches on all the edges so the idea is basically just you keep putting down tiles as long as you have tiles and you see how high of a score you can get and that's it um it's super chill there's like all sorts of there's like there's like a casual mode where you there's no restrictions at all you can just build whatever sort of village you want um no no score no nothing just like fuck with the tiles and make a real pretty village or whatever you want to call it landscape um there's like a mode where it's like you only get 75 tiles so see how high of a score you can get there's like a hard mode you can save a game so you can go back and just see how well you did or I guess redo certain plays or whatnot but I mean, it's surprisingly addictive. Like, I mean, I'll I'll spend 45 minutes on one game and not even think about it. it and it kind of, as you play it and you learn it, you start to learn how to be thoughtful and think a little ahead you can see like the next three tiles that are coming and think about where do i need to put this to keep a chain kind of going to make space for something else i mean don't get me wrong i'm still like i have like a train track that's just out in the middle of nowhere (laughs) like or like a pond out you know but it's it's you know and some of the limitations you don't realize until you've done it that like if i put this thing here i need a very specific tile to then make a link. And some of that stuff I feel is not communicated as well, or it just doesn't make sense as to why, from what I can see, this tile would fill this gap between these two tiles, but the game mm-hmm. doesn't see it that way. Um, so that can definitely be um, a little frustrating, but, um, you know, at the same time, uh, it's like, whatever you know you just kind of roll with it and then you know there's a and 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 it's so easy you just if you get if you're like kind of put yourself in a corner fucking delete the game and just start a new one like it's mm-hmm. so and that was the thing like when i re- was reading about it you know Eurogamer, gamer the kind of review was like just how chill it was and i was like i would like a chill game that i could just mm-hmm. like sit down with and just there's no pressure. It's like, it's as easy or as hard as, is kind of, you want to make it. Um, and then, you know, you can just kind of, you know, and not to say that you want to quit when things get difficult, but sometimes you realize like, I have fucked up (laughs) like a lot. So we are not going to keep, you know, just chasing bad with worse. And we're going to try to do something (laughs) a little better. Um, So and then yeah, so it's it was like I think it's like fifteen bucks and and I bought it the week it came out and I I think I and I saved ten percent so I ended up getting for like thirteen fifty and I mean the amount of time I've put in already like I've well gotten my thirteen dollars (laughs) and fifty cents worth and I don't like I don't play city builders I'm not smart enough i don't think that far in advance i would never play something like a sim city or anything that requires me to be able to like think for like like uh, all i could do is be like don't put the sewage plant next to the grocery store okay (laughs) perfect that's it
1: the the only (laughs) thing like that i spent any actual time with there was a simpsons one i had on my kindle (laughs) like i had fun with that but it was like you know it also yeah. was the kind of thing. it was a mobile game.
0: Obviously, it's like you know, right. it's
1: designed to be played at ten to fifteen minutes at a time, and then quit till tomorrow
0: kind of thing. Right, right, yeah. But um, but I mean, I still, I mean, I recommend it. It's it's if you want, it's different. It you know stuff like that for me. Like that's kind of something like that is, and I'm not saying like I would then be like, oh okay, you know, I'm going to do this, and then now I'm going to you know play city builders it's it's not like Mm -hmm. that at all you know it's it's it it definitely is you know a uh you know for me like this particular game is is what is what kind of got me to play it not like i'm going to go out and start and start playing all these games and i think in part because of the the flexibility and you know it's it's as easy or as hard as you want to make it if you Mm -hmm. you know if your last um you know, if the last score you got was twenty five hundred, and now you've got five thousand, then you know, awesome! You you've now done better. Um, right. But it's not like you know you're not necessarily like um, f- you know you 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 can score chase as much as you want, or just focus on um, you know um, whether you do you want to build a new. Like, try to make your landscape look as good as possible, or do you want to try to get as high a score as possible? So, uh, it's it really is just kind of up to you. Um, so, but then, yeah, I mean, as far as like what's coming out soon, it's like, you know, for me, it's like Gotham Knights and then God of War. It's like, all right, yeah, that's my yep, that'll be the next two months for me. Not to mention, like, you know, Plague Tale Requiem that hits Game Pass this month, Scorn hits Game Pass this month.
1: I'm looking forward to that one.
0: So it's like we definitely have plenty to play, and then of course the end of this current season—if they kill Ido, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Oh, I know,
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Like, don't don't do that. Don't, I know. Don't make it where she has like this parlay with Aramis, and then Aramis kills her. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I will not abide by it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, next couple of weeks we've got. I mean, there's so much good stuff oh, to watch. So much. Yeah. And then um, I don't know if Gotham Knights comes out like the 20th. So I mean, I won't, definitely will not have played it by the next show. Uh, I don't even think I will have received it by then. But I will have No Man's Sky on the Switch that that I can chat about. Oh my God! I shot a rock. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And then I used that rock to build a new ship. It was like nothing I'd ever done 40 hours of on the PS4. (laughs) Uh, Well, hey, if I can buy The Witcher 3 twice, I can buy No Man's Sky twice. They have like two people working. Six people working. I don't know how many people they have working on the game. Way more people worked on Witcher 3 than worked on No Man's Sky. Let's put it that way. So uh, well, whatever it is we decide to chat about, hopefully uh, you will be here with us. Uh, so definitely, definitely, definitely make sure you watch Hellraiser on Hulu, even watch it more than once. Just saying. Um, but uh, we look forward to spending uh, some more time with you in the next couple of weeks. It's been episode one hundred and fifty-seven. Of Divided by Werewolves. Thank you so much for hanging out, and we look forward to spending some more time with you in the future. So, for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Good night.